0: Good morning, everyone. How's it going? Hope your morning is going well. It's definitely started out as a Monday. So normally I have a little bit, uh, my setup's a little bit cleaner this morning. The audio probably sounds better because I'm still not getting that figured out. But the the whole Google universe shut down this morning. So that was interesting. Uh, (laughs) Which is, um, you know, that's something to expect. But it's a good way to start the Monday morning, reminding us to not trust in man and this world, but trust in God. This world will always let you down. But anyways, so I'm running a little bit behind, um, and like I said, I wasn't able to use my normal setup with some of the stuff that I use is browser-based and requires that I use the Google services, but... um, With them being down for it, it looked like they were down for about an hour this morning all over the country. So that was interesting. Anyways, I hope this works and uh, I have an actual microphone and camera being used tomorrow, uh, Lord willing. But we're going to pick up what we left off Friday um, when Christian was speaking with Goodwill as he came into the gate. And he's asking what happened to his friends, what happened to his family. And uh, trying to get to the bottom of why Krishna was here um, alone. But uh, one of the last things that we ended up with was the spirit of Christian when he gave his story was one of humility and and grace because he explains to Goodwill that you know it's true that Pliable went back to his own house, but um, I went. I was pulled away. Um, a Side Out of the Way by Mr. Worldly Wiseman. And, and we finished with a the note there from John Bunyan that uh, when there's true grace in the heart, uh, it doesn't pride itself in um, how <laughs> on this journey, right? It, it lays low on the pride, the free will, and exalts Christ and causes sinners to triumph in His righteousness and salvation. Um, so we'll pick up uh, from from that point. Good goodwill says, "Oh, did he light upon you? What he would what he would have had you seek for ease um, at the hands of Mister Legality? They are both of them a very, very okay. They are both of them a very cheat. But did you take his counsel? Now let me know if if this sounds right or." If, or if, there's a, if it's not making sense, the audio isn't clear, or something like that, please let me know. At this point, um, I'm going to continue. He's asking, Did you take the counsel? These are some very, uh, very deceitful men. He says, Yes, as far as I durst. I went out to find Mr. Get Legality until I thought that the mountain that stands by his house would have fallen upon my head. Wherefore, there I was forced to stop. He leaves, uh, John Bunyan puts a note here. He says, Though Jesus knows what is in man and all his ways, yet he will bring the soul to confession unto him. See the loving heart of Christ to sinners, and the free communications he admits them to with himself. Oh, ye his people, pour out your hearts before him. God Jesus is a refuge for us. This is a reference to Psalms 62 and verse 8. Psalm 62 and verse 8. I believe uh, the L. Does anybody know what the L in Roman numerals? I remember a V and X, but not an L. I'm assuming that's a 50. 62 and verse 8. Psalm 62 and verse 8. Let's see here. It's funny because I've I i do not know if you've done this before, but you pull up the wrong reference, but the verse works just as well. I notice that happens quite a bit. Yep, this is it. Ah, well. So I will sing praise into thy name forever, that I may daily perform my vows. Uh I think that's it. What would be the other um what does L stand for? Anybody out there? What is the L Roman numeral L stand for? Might be a hundred and 12. Let's try that. Psalms 112. Nobody. Okay. Verse 8. Nope, that's not it either. <laughs> okay. But he, he puts the word for word reference here. He says, Ye, his people, pour out your hearts before him. This is the, uh, this is the, uh, a sign or a a shadow of the uh, loving heart of Christ, and that he freely communicates uh, with people who aren't even his own. Uh, Goodwill replies uh, about this mountain. He says, That mountain has been the death of many, and will be the death of many more. It is well you escaped being by it dashed in pieces. Christian, why truly I do not know what had become of me there, had not Evangelist happily met me again, as I was musing in the midst of my dumps. But it was God's mercy that he came to me again, for else I had never come hither. But now I am come, such a one as I am, more fit indeed for death by that mountain, than thus to stand talking with my Lord. But, oh, what a favor is this to me, that yet I am admitted entrance here. Puts another note here and he says, It is a sure sign of genuine work of grace when the heart ascribes all to grace. Here is no talk of being faithful to grace, no ascribing anything to his own free will or power, but his escaping from destruction and being yet in the way of salvation are wholly resolved in the grace of the gospel, the mercy of God. And into His free favor and Almighty power, it is sweet to converse with Jesus of His free grace to wretched and unworthy sinners. He asks here, says, "Do you not find it so?" Uh, this is an incredible way that He puts this, because uh, there's a there's a conversation in Christianity, especially in. Um, Baptist circles of Arminian versus Calvinistic um, doctrine and and not that this plays um, specifically to that conversation but John Bunyan puts here that when there is, when there is a, a genuine work of grace a sign of that in the heart is that there is no credit for You don't take any credit for this work. It is all Christ. As Christian says, he's like, I would still be there. Like this wasn't, I didn't come to realization. It wasn't um, some decision of mine that brought me here. This was all God. Uh, it was the evangelist coming, and, and when I deserve death, when I deserve to be put to death by the laws of that mountain, God met me here and and brought me out of the way, and brought me back into the way. And and John Bunyan puts, and I would I would agree with him, um, that this is, this is true salvation. Um, This is a sign of true salvation in that no no work of no part of it is ascribed to the to oneself or to one's own power. It's all God, it's all grace. Um, As he puts it, um, the entire escaping from destruction and being yet in the way of salvation are wholly resolved in the grace of the gospel, the mercy of God, and his free favor and almighty power. This makes you wanna say amen. (laughs) Goodwill uh, replies to him, he says, we make no objections against any. Notwithstanding all that they have done before they come hither, they in no wise are cast out. And therefore, good Christian, come a little way with me, and I will teach thee about the way thou must go. Look before thee. Dost thou see this narrow way? That is the way thou must go. It was cast up by patriarchs, prophets, Christ, and his apostles, and it is as straight as a rule can make it. This is the way. Thou must go. And this is uh, this reference that he made. Um, they in no wise are cast out. Is a reference to John chapter six and verse thirty-seven, and that is a word-for-word word, uh, quote there. Now a Christian replies to him when he's after he's been shown the way, and John Bunning puts a note. He says Christians are afraid of losing his way. This is a blessed sign of a gracious heart when it possesses good jealousy. I'll read that again. Uh, Christian is afraid of losing his way, which is a blessed sign of a gracious heart when it possesses good jealousy. Hmm. But Christ, So here's, here's Christian's actual response to this. But, but said Christian, are there no turnings nor windings by which a stranger may lose his way? Goodwill replies and says, "Yes, there are many ways that butt down upon this, and they are crooked and wide. But that, but thus thou mayest distinguish the right from the wrong. The only being straight and narrow." This is a reference to Matthew chapter seven and verse fourteen. Matthew seven, verse fourteen. Hey everyone, if you jumped on since the beginning, hello again. This is a live broadcast. If you're watching this and it's not live, um, hello to you as well. Matthew chapter 7 and verse 14. He says, Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth into life, and few there be that find it. Then I saw in my dream that Christian asked him, Further, if he could not help him off with his burden that was upon his back, for as yet he had not got rid thereof, nor could he by any means get it off without without help. He told him, As to thy burden, be content to bear it until thou comest to the place of deliverance, for there it will fall from thy back of itself. We have a note here. Uh, He says, there is no deliverance from the guilt and burden of sin, but by the death and blood of Christ. Here observe that though a sinner at first coming to Christ, finds some comfort and encouragement. Yet he may not have a clear sense of pardon and assurance of the forgiveness of his sins, but he may still feel the burden of them. But his faith in Jesus will be putting his Lord in mind of them, and then we finish the chapter. He says, "Then Christian began to gird up his loins and to address himself to his journey." So the other told him that by that, so the other told him that by that he was gone some distance from the gate. He would come at the house of the interpreter, at whose door he should knock, and he would show him excellent things. Then Christian took leave of his friend, and he again. Bid him Godspeed. It's interesting because he's now at, and he's now at the he's now on the straight and narrow way, but he still has not lost the burden off of his back. And the author reminds us and says that this is a common thing for this is a common thing for for. Uh, People who have left either the city of destruction, they've left the city of morality, and they begin to search, and they begin to see what Christ has done, begin to understand uh, that he is the only way. But he says here, observe that though at first coming to Christ, a sinner finds some comfort and encouragement, yet he may not have a clear sense of his pardon and assurance of the forgiveness. But he may still feel the burden of them, but his faith in Jesus will be putting his Lord in the mind of them. His faith is not completely in Jesus Christ yet. He has not come to the cross to end the blood of Christ. Because what he does, as goodwill tells them, once you get there to the place of deliverance, your burden will fall off on its own. This is not something you have to work for. You have to uh, try to attain this is something that uh, is a is a work completely of God and you must it's it's a uh, journey of faith and nothing else that is the end of chapter four uh, we'll start Lord willing with chapter 5 tomorrow when he comes to the house of the interpreter looking forward to that but anyways i hope you enjoyed this morning i hope you are goes well, your week goes well, Um, hopefully this morning. (laughs) Well, with all the happenings that this morning has already had for me, it's just a reminder again to trust God. Uh, There is nothing in this world you can trust in uh, that will not fail you. Uh, But Christ is the only way. Uh, Just a reminder this morning. I hope you all have a great day. Again, a great week. God bless. And you all take care. See you all.